Do you know what commitment is? Ask yourself that question. Do you truly know what commitment is? You know, to, to each one of us, commitment is a different thing. But to truly be committed, there is no substitute. And it is a very, very easy line to see. Commitment, and then on the other side of that, is not committed. It's a hard line. Right? So, those of you who are committing to your homesteads, congratulations, that's wonderful. But you know, I'm also thinking about other commitments. And uh, the most important commitment is giving your life to God. But on the other side of that coin, not the other side of that coin, but on the, the other, another agenda in the world of commitment is relationships. You know, like um, come hell or high water or anything, good times, bad times, everything else. A lot of people let it go in one ear and out the other, but my marriage is a huge commitment to me. And it is to her as well. And when you sign up for that, that is one thing that I will go to the frickin' grave. I will go down gunning to that commitment. A lot, I mean, everything comes secondary to that. You know, I mean, there was one time where we were moving across the country and everybody said, well, geez, you know, why you why you doing this or why you doing that or why are you moving across the country or what's it mean to you or I, I forget what all the questions were, but at the end of the day, I said, my wife and my daughter, if I have them, that is the goal. At the end of the day, that is what I want most. What am I going to do to ensure that? And she does the same for me. She won't admit it to you. But she's proven over the years that she is more than committed to me. So I'm asking you guys, what in your relationships don't half-ass it? If you're married or in a relationship or in a committed relationship... Why not just pull the fucking string and ask her to get married? Or on the second hand, same with him, though. I mean, like, ladies, you have to show him that you're just as committed. You know, it's a two-way street. This is working for each other in relationships. You know what I mean? most important thing ever working for each other and if you're not working on your marriage you're working on your divorce so you constantly have to be working on that and you have to be nurturing it and embracing it and thanking god for it yeah this this doesn't mean that you're not going to get mad at each other it doesn't mean there's not going to be squabbles or arguments it doesn't mean that you're not going to disappoint each other, but that me, what it means is that you look beyond all that and know that you're committed and know how in love you are and know what means everything to you. 
And if you've been married for a long time and you think you've lost spark, rekindle it. Work on it. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm glad you're here. And my heavens, let me tell you, it's fun day Friday. And I know that was a rather intense uh, beginning to the podcast. But, well, don't half-ass your fucking commitments. Keep it real. You know? I mean, I, I, I'm not perfect. I, I couldn't tell everybody that I have the perfect marriage. I mean, a lot of people from the outside looking in really think that we do have a perfect marriage. Um, but here's the deal. Yes, we have our difficulties, but you know what? We look beyond those and we work on it. So there you go. The key to a successful marriage. There's all kinds of people I know that do that too. It's not just my wife and I. And there's a lot of really good marriages out there. You know. And if your marriage is going in the shitter. You know. I know you need to look at things the way you need to look at them. But it's working for each other that makes it work. There we go. So, anyway, getting on to subject matter today. Ladies and gentlemen, on a Friday morning, running the beer wagon. God dang it. What a weekend ahead of us. I mean, we're looking at 60 degrees a couple days in a row here. And uh, there's nobody that is uh, finer than frog air with that than this guy. I mean, wow. Looking forward. I mean, and the mud and slop in our yard is somewhat leaving the situation. I mean, it's not as intense as it was two days ago. So as long as I don't get a foot of rain or a foot of snow, I think we're going to be on the mend to drying. Okay? I mean... I do need to throw some grass seed down later on in the spring here, but you know, I mean, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I mean, can you imagine walking across a green lawn with dry earth and the sun shining on you while you're in a t-shirt and shorts? I can't wait. That is like my favorite outfit on earth is a t-shirt and shorts. And a baseball hat on. Maybe a, maybe a pair of sunglasses. And I mean, this is when I'm outside. And, man, going around, farming, mowing, working, doing. You know, wearing a set of Crocs maybe so my digni- dignity can leak out of the holes in the bottom. I don't care. I love them. <laughs> but today, you know, I, um, I kind of wanted to explain to you guys what we do as far as food scraps for our animals mostly our chickens okay mostly our chickens and the reason I say that is because lately we've been putting the pigs in our chicken pen and when we do that when we put our chicks in our pigs in our chicken pen so is that what you call a chicken and a pig cross is a chig just asking anyway so when we do that um the pigs get the scraps that the chickens get. 
You know what I mean? They share. It's food sharing, okay? Like, the other day I went in there and my, my wife had a bunch of whey, uh, which is a byproduct of when you make, like, cottage cheese or mozzarella. You have whey left over. It's a, it's a, it's a, a product that's left over from all that. And she saves it and she puts it in a pail, Okay. And I took it out there to the pigs, and the pigs love this shit. So I go out there and I dump them some frickin' whey, and the chickens come along and they think, well, I'd like some of that shit too. And these pigs, you know, when they eat, they're they're pretty, they're, they're not, they don't like to share and they're not very friendly about it. It's just the nature of a pig, you know what I mean? They don't have the ability to reason or be polite. It's, it's pigs, you know? So, the pigs are sitting there mowing down and the chickens are getting their head in edgewise. I mean, the, chi- the pickings and the chigs, ugh, the chickens and the pigs. <laughs> oh, I'm having too much fun this morning. Anyway, the chickens and the pigs are really getting along damn good in the same pen. We, we just have the pigs out there during the day right now because we don't really feel like uh, having pigs get out of the pen in the middle of the night. I, I have something against that. I don't know what it is. But anyway, whatever. They're getting along great. They're, they're sharing food. But we save every, what would you call it, uh, biodegradable or compostable product that we can save in our household for the chickens, mainly, and the pigs. And the cow, the cows will occasionally get like a, a apple core or leftover carrots from like a meal or something. Or, or you know, my wife just buys carrots and gives them to the cow. She, it's kind of a treat, you know, and the cow loves them. Same with the apple. You know, I mean, you, you kind of cut it up and, and get it all nicey-nice up for the, for the cow. But like, you know, when we peel eggs, we put it in the, we, we have a, a one gallon ice cream pail in the fridge with a lid. So our fridge doesn't fucking stink up. We put, you know, the trimmings off of meat in there. We put leftover chicken bones in there with a little bit of meat on them. We put, you know, when you peel eggs and you hard boil them or crack eggs and make a dish out of them, we put them all in there. Uh, We quit putting coffee grounds in there. We actually started throwing coffee grounds away. We heard that, well, coffee grounds aren't too good for chickens and whatever. But in my mind, now, now, there's all kinds of people yelling from a mountaintop on the internet saying that all these foods like avocados and potatoes and blah, 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 all this shit's bad for chickens, okay? Well, if chickens don't want something, they don't fucking eat it. I mean, we, we throw oranges out there and the chickens look at it like, I'm not supposed to eat that. So they don't fucking eat it. Uh, same goes with like uh, avocado skin. They will not eat an avocado skin. You know what I mean? I think chickens actually know what they're supposed to eat and supposed to not eat. And I don't know... I don't know one side up or one side down. But there was one time that I had a box of Lucky Charms. Okay? Now, I've had people that have had the absolute opposite of this with Lucky Charms. We actually kind of had an internet debate on it one time. But it was really interesting. Um... I had Lucky Charms one time, and I thought, fuck this, they're old, we don't want them. 
and I threw them in the chicken pen. It, they were like six months old, you know, stale as hell. Threw them in the chicken pen, chickens looked at them, did not touch them, would not touch them. They're like, did not recognize it as food whatsoever. And then the other guy on the internet said, you know what's funnier than hell is my free-range chickens, I had a box of Lucky Charms sitting out in the shed, and they tore into it and freaking ate them all. I guess whatever, you know, I mean, maybe chickens know what they need to eat, or, or maybe his Lucky Charms were a hell of a lot better than mine. So anyway, saving food for your chickens is as easy as that. If you can find a container or a pail or a glass jar, I don't know, I... I we use ice cream pails to beat the band on the farm for all kinds of stupid shit. And we keep the lids for them too. And you know, we wash them and use them, blah, blah, blah. We use them for everything. We even use them, these ice cream pails as like food containers. Like, you know, if I'm, my wife makes a shit ton of cookies, instead of putting them in a plastic bag, she puts them all in an ice cream pail and we reuse it. It's, it's our way of recycling, you know what I mean? And, you know, ice cream pails are pretty damn handy. You know, they got that handle and all that shit, whatever, whatever. You know, it's just, just a handy little deal to have. So anyway, we use these ice cream pails. We, gonna, we put all our byproduct in there. Everything. And I mean everything, everything. Like even raw meat and, and all that. And all this stuff, throw her in there. Voila, we got her done. And uh, throw her out in the chicken pen, and the pigs and chickens eat, eat to their heart's delight. Uh, once in a while, um, like even our friends will do this. And they'll come over every now and then because our friends, you know, they, they visit once a week, or my mother-in-law visits, a couple, you know, two, three times a week, whatever it is. And when they do this, they save their food scraps for the chickens. It's their way of making sure their garbage doesn't smell and feeding the chickens or they'll save apple cores for the cow you know everybody eats apples and not everybody eats the core there are people that do by the way uh i just don't and a lot of people i know do not but um saving apple cores for the cow i mean and then when the cow gets its grain while it's being milked you throw two or three apple cores in there and that cow is freaking licking up and happy and freaking mixing you know it gets done eating and it's sticking its tongue in its nose like cows do did you know that cows can stick their tongue in their nose do you sometimes wish that you could stick your tongue in your nose so you didn't have to pick boogers with your hands think about that think about that because i've seen people pick their boogers and eat them wouldn't it be nice to just stick your tongue up there gross huh anyway forget about it but anyway, that is what we are doing on the homestead to get rid of our scraps and get value out of it to give to the chickens and the cattle and the pigs, you know. Um, stale leftover bread, gosh, you know, the cow, the pig, the chickens, everybody, they'll eat the heck out of it, you know. And I mean, there's, there's a lot to offer with all this food. And, you know, I mean, if you can keep your feed bill down, save your food scraps i mean chickens absolutely love fresh fruit and vegetables um i don't know if they really like 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 citrus however I, it seems like whenever we throw citrus any kind of citrus in the chicken pen one or two of them will poke a little bit but they won't like dive into it like they do everything else so keep that in mind um 
you know, you can go on the internet and see what your chickens will or will not eat, and you can sort it out to your heart's delight. We don't. We don't. The only thing we started sorting out was coffee grounds. And even when we gave them coffee grounds, they didn't give a shit. I've never had a chicken look sick or tip over dead from eating something, to my knowledge. So keep that in mind, and uh, yeah, you know, stay committed to helping the environment and not filling the landfill with your organic supplies. You know, and when you carve pumpkins this year, hey, chickens love pumpkin guts and leftover pumpkins. Just remember that. So anyway, thank you for listening today. I sure appreciate it. If you'd like to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Um, I kicked myself off Instagram. So if you're on Instagram giving me messages and likes and following and all that shit, you can do that. Whatever works. But I'm not logging in. So I'm not going to see it. But if you want to see my old shit that's on there, go right ahead. No big. Anyway, I suppose. Better get rocking. Got beers to deliver today. Day after St. Patrick's Day. We got to replenish these accounts. All these Irish fuckers, they drank all our beer. Wow. Just wow. Anyway, have a good one.